got a whole bunch of people that are so hungry. We'll all, we'll all go in together. We are going in together. We are going in together. Let your eyes be on Christ and not on me right now. Let your eyes be on Christ and not on me, not on others. You shouldn't be looking around, you should be focusing on Him. I'm serious about this. Hallelujah. 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 Let not one person miss out. Not one. You all came for a reason. Lord, awaken your bride fully, 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 fully. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is in this place. The spirit of the Lord is in this house. The spirit of the Lord is upon you, upon each one of you. Like on the day of Pentecost. When the Spirit of God came and, and literally, literally just came and sat upon each one of their heads and there were flames of fire as the Holy Spirit was being poured out. But that's what's happening here. That's exactly what's happening here. Wow. Wow. Glory, so beautiful. He is so beautiful indeed. So beautiful indeed. <laughs> you can't help but dance. You can't help but jump. You can't help but worship and praise Him in the glory realm. My gosh, my gosh, my gosh. So sometimes the Lord gives us open visions. And I had an open vision on Thursday. I did speak it out. Some of you may remember when I shared this with you right now. There was a bunch of people all at the front here just filling up the, the altar. Everybody was on their face. I was on my face right here. And I looked up and I literally saw, I literally saw Jesus walking not an angel, it was Jesus, and I knew it, and he was walking, and his garment was flowing, because there was wind, his garment was flowing, and it was touching the backs of those that were bowed down here before him, they were bowed down before his throne, and he walked by, and his garment just brushed and touched them. And he said, your praise has drawn strength from me. Your praise has drawn strength. In other words, as you worshiped and as you praised, literally virtue left his body and came upon you. Literally the virtue, and I saw it right here. 
right here. That's where he walked. That's where I saw him. He was walking all around this room. But I saw him right here. It was beautiful. It was, it was life-changing. And I can't get out of the glory since. I'm still in the glory. Because when you see such incredible, incredible things in the Spirit which are available for us to see. When you see, when you encounter, when you experience such incredible things in the Spirit, you're so transformed. And some of you said, you called me and you said you couldn't sleep all night long. You're still in the glory. Into the next day, you said you're still in the glory because you were touched by the hem of His garment, His robe. You were touched and His power was released and it came upon you. Oh, come on, is this too much for some of you? Is this too much for some of you? You guys all thinking I'm crazy or something? Sometimes people just need to get out of their earthly minds and understand that we are spirit beings and we're walking in the spirit and we want more, always more of the Holy Spirit. But the first thing that God wants from you is to die to self. There cannot be self, self-promotion, self-exaltation. There cannot be an agenda. If you, have agen if you have an agenda, it's time to let it go. Because you're limiting what God wants to do in you. Oh, you won't limit what God wants to do in this place. We're too far gone for that. But you will limit what God wants to do for you. And I don't want that. And I know you don't either. But so many of you are so saturated in the glory. It just takes one look your way and you'd be falling over. <laughs> you all know who you are. Do I need to call you out by name? I told you before, you cannot walk in the spirit and have fear of man and I do sense there's a few of you that do have fear of man like you're a little nervous you're like man I'm glad she's free she can act cuckoo and crazy but I'm not quite there yet time to get rid of that come on I'm not the only Holy Ghost roller in this place am I <laughs> I know I'm not <laughs> All right, well, the Holy Ghost, rollers rise. <laughs> no, seriously, if you know that you are one that's filled with the Holy Ghost, rise up and come up to the front. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm not just going to have church as church, which we never do anyway, but I'm just not going to go back to some, you know, we're going to go forward. That's it. That's it. We're just going forward. We just want everything now. Everything, everything, everything. I want you to, <laughs> as my catchers are going, oh no, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? She's calling everybody up. No, I'm just calling the Holy Ghost rulers up, which is pretty much almost everybody in this church. And very soon it'll be everybody. <laughs> how hungry are you? How hungry? How hungry? We're going to need your help, Jose, to catch. We're going to need your help. 
Father, oh my Lord, everything that happened, even just tonight, already, deposits in the spirit. There, she's already going down. Deposits in the spirit. That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you, it's dripping with the honey of the Lord. Take a step this way. Yeah. The honey of the Lord. Fear of man, go. Fear of man, go. All fear of man, leave her now. Ooh. The honey of the Lord. Come step forward. fire of the living God. Father, I thank you for the encounters of the Lord throughout this room, the encounters of the Lord throughout this room, the encounters of the Lord throughout this room. Glory, glory, glory. I just want everything, Jesus, everything, Jesus. Everybody sing of the Lord Jesus. Well, come on, you're being transformed right now as you sing. There's a shift happening as you sing, as you open up your mouth, as you open up your mouth. Glory, 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 and Jesus. Baptize her in the Holy Ghost. Baptize her in fire. Baptize her in the Holy Ghost. Baptize her in fire. Glory, 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 glory. Jesus, Jesus. Woo! Baptize her in the Holy Ghost and with fire. Kate, I say, Kate, I say, all, all. <laughs> Fill her up, God. All oppression, leave her. All oppression, oppression, off her. Off, off, off. <laughs> when the one that needs to cover skips she skips to cover <laughs> skipping along just skipping along skipping along to my father's house <laughs> I'm skipping along to my father's house you know, Sherry, you just need to, you need to just, yeah, she's going to the touch of the Lord right now. Father, I thank you for baptizing her. Baptize, baptize. Fresh, fresh. Oh, hallelujah. Come on up, Jason. Is Susan in the room with the kids? I'll get her later. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Fire the Lord. I thank you for filling them up. Baptizing. Refresh, refresh, refresh. The winds, the winds of heaven. The winds of heaven. Winds of heaven. Well, let's bring you this way a little bit more. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Wow. Fill them, Lord. Touch them, Lord. You have the mind of Christ, man of God. 
You have the mind of Christ. You're going to do great, valiant things for the Lord. You're going to do great and valiant things for the Lord. Yes, you are. Come here, Pastor. Lift up your hands. Lord, the joy that she exudes. I thank you, Lord God. Let it be contagious to everyone she meets. I thank you, Lord God. Let it go forth to her church. <laughs> Let them all receive this anointing, baptism by the fire of God. <laughs> her socks match her shirt. It's adorable. We had a lady on Thursday that came. She was blind for eight years. She's been blind. Hasn't seen a thing in her eye. Nothing. And the Lord started to open up her eye. And she sees shadows. And she sees spots. And she sees, uh, what, does she, what does she say? Waves. Light. She saw light. And then she saw more light. God is healing her. Yeah, her hand. She was going, I can see my hand. I mean, like she did not see for eight years because the retina was de disattached and God is healing her eyesight. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory. So Abba, what do you want to do here tonight? Your people are here. Is there anybody have any pain or sickness in their body? They need to get rid of. Uh, they don't want it anymore. Anybody wave your hand if you've got something going on. Yeah, a couple of you. <laughs> All right, so if you do, come stand over here on the carpet. Fire of God right now, come upon him. The boldness of the Lord. I thank you for divine opportunities. I thank you, Lord God, for clearing the way. Whoo, that he's going to walk, Lord God. He's going to walk where angels walk. And he's going to know this is different. This is different. Come on up. Here we go. Strength to your body right now. The strength of the Lord right now. I take authority over the weight loss. And I command that to stop in the name of Jesus for the weights to come about again. In the name of Jesus, this body strengthened. Strengthened from the top of her head to the soles of her feet right now. The fire of God. I cancel every negative word spoken over any one of you by doctors. I cancel negative diagnoses. Words, curse words, death words. I cancel them right now in the name of Jesus. I decree that you are healed, healed, healed of any sickness, healed 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 of any sickness look at me what is going on with your body okay so father in the name of jesus from the top of his head to the soles of his feet healed in the name of jesus i bind up and cast out every demonic assignment any pain every curse every sickness every disease goes right now same same food allergies we curse you we curse you we command you to leave this body right now food allergies be healed in the name of Jesus in the throat glory 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 
Wow. I know Nan, we need a chair for Nan. We need a chair for Nan. Come stand right here, Nan. There we go. Father, you are more than enough. More than enough. I thank you, Lord God. We believe. You said only believe and you will see. Only believe and you will see. Only believe and she will see healing virtue, healing power, healed. Body being restored 100%. Who else? Anybody else? Or, or you just all stand? No, anybody else for healing? Physical? Yeah? Oh, okay. All right. So that tenderness right now has to go. I thank you for healing. Tenderness, Lord God. Fire of God destroyed. Glory to God. Come on up, Camille. Just lift your hands up before the Lord. Yeah, just be praying in tongues. If you're down here and the Lord's on you, just pray, pray. Father, thank you for healing her. Receive it all. Every wall of resistance, come down. Every wall of resistance, I command you to come down right now. All, every wall of resistance has to come down now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on up. Is there anybody here that needs healing or is it just power God? Yeah, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, isn't it incredible up here? Wow. More. The glory. The glory. More, Lord. Marker. Marker out. You're marked out right now. You're marked out in the glory of God. You're marked out never to be the same. Never to be the same. Never to be the same. Marked out in the glory. Come on up. Marked out. Yep. There you go. Woo. Woo. <laughs> Marked out in the glory, in the glory. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, you can all three come up. Yes, come on up. <laughs> She's like me. Come on, beautiful. Lift your hands up before the Lord. Father, I thank you. Hunger and thirst. You hunger and thirst for righteousness, for the spirit of the living God, the fire of God upon your life. Right now, fill her. Changed forever. Changed forever. Yeah, I guess we're going to just bring you this way. Because you're kind of tall. And we want to like create a space, like a little spot for you. Yeah. Oh my goodness. See, in the glory of God, everything changes. So right now, Father, I thank you. His mind belongs to Christ. Your mind belongs to Christ. Healed in the glory. Thank you, Lord God. Strengthened in the glory. Father, I thank you. Addictions are broken off in the glory. Anyone dealing with addictions, we break off the spirit of addiction. We break off the spirit of addiction in the name of Jesus. We rebuke it. We cast it out in the name of Jesus. Be filled. Be filled. <laughs> Pretty fast action there. <laughs> Abigail, I remember your name. <laughs> Woo! Take it all in. Take it all. Glory to God. Come on up. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray for her first. How you doing?
Where's your fiance? Yeah, come on. Everything, Lord. Strength. Fill him. Strengthen him. Fill him. Any weariness, come off now. Strengthen him. Fill him. Strengthen him. Wow. Baptize him in the Holy Ghost. More. 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 Come on up. <laughs> let, let me have your hands. Praise him. Just worship him. Open your mouth. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Open your mouth. Don't make me do your work. You do your work. Keep going. Oppression come off of him right now. Look at me. Oppression come off of him right now. All forms of pharmakia, I break it off of you right now. I break off the curse, the spell, the wizardry, magic. Tell me, ask the Lord. You, there's something. Ask Jesus. Don't look at me, look at him. Close your eyes and look at him. Father, I thank you for putting him in remembrance, letting him know. I take off right now and command every place of, of confusion, every deaf and dumb spirit, I command it to come off of him right now. Lord, he has the mind of Christ. Mind of Christ. You have the mind of Christ. You are able to do all things through Christ. You are able. Lying spirit, shut up and shut down and get out. He is able to do all things through Christ who strengthens him. The blood of Jesus is enough. The blood of Jesus covers him. Is that not true? You have a choice right now who you're going to partner with. Who are you going to partner with? Satan or the Lord? No, don't try. Commit. Speak it out. It's a choice. It is a choice. Unless you are willing to stand and say, I'm committing my life 100% and I don't care what it takes. If you're not willing to do that, I can't, I can't come through and make your will do what I want it to do. Even what Jesus wants it to do. Lord, forgive me of compromise. Of rebellion. The past, the present. Is there any drug, drug use, marijuana? Okay. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah, see, there you go. But you're thinking about it. There's the open door. If you're thinking about it, the door is open and the devil knows. It has to be a closed door. Okay, no, it's not hard. It's a decision. The power of God to heal you and to set you free is right here, right now. But you've got to be willing to say, you know what? I don't care how hard it is. I'm going to choose to do what is right. And I'm closing that door, that demonic door. I'm not going to have not even one moment, not one second in my mind that would say, well, I'm thinking about going back. Because when you're thinking about going back, you've given him power. So I want you to stand right here and I want you to do business with the Lord. 
I'm not going to do for you what you need to do for yourself. I want you to stand right here. And if you want to get free, you will get free. But you've got to really, truly say, Father, break my heart for the things that break your heart. We don't try. We pray. And we ask God to do that for us. Well, that's a spirit of confusion. Yeah, yeah. So renounce confusion, renounce anger. Oh, you will, but see, there's so much unbelief in everything you're telling me. So just listen. I want you to renounce unbelief. I want you to renounce anger. Renounce confusion. Renounce. Renounce it all right now. Go ahead. Open your mouth and speak it out. Huh? Well, push through. You're a man of God. Push through. Don't give me that. I don't care. It's a new day. Renounce it. Renounce it. Right now, open your mouth and renounce it. Go ahead. Forgive me for being angry, God. Everybody pray in the spirit, please. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh,
depression, discouragement. It has to go in the name of Jesus. All of it. All of it. I decree you have the mind of Christ. Thank you, Lord God. Every weapon formed against him shall not prosper. Right now, Yes, yes, suicide, go right now. Suicidal spirit, go right now. Look at me, look at me, look at me. I command that spirit of murder and suicide to leave him right now. I drive you out by the finger of God. You go right now. You go right now. He is the mind of Christ. Okay. My, um, sometimes by just the touch of what you're doing right now, he's on fire. It doesn't right now. But yeah. There, there's times where it hurts so bad just to touch anything. Oh, yeah. So that's a nervous system thing. So that, so nervous system. Father, I thank you for touching his nervous system, healing his nervous system. In the mighty name of Jesus, I break every curse of your life, every hex, every generational curse. We break it off you right now. In the name of Jesus, it's time for you to be free. Now I'm holding you up, exactly. Yep, because you're going to stand. You're going to stand, and this is a picture of what you're going to do out there. Standing. Standing on the solid grounds. Standing on the Word of God. Standing. You're not going to bend. You're not going to cower. You're not going to, you're not going to be, you're not weak. You're not weak. Our weakness is in Christ. Okay. But Christ is our strength. That's what I'm talking about. In Christ, you're strong. Do you believe that? In Christ, you're strong. Used to be. There you go. Renounce it. Another lie. The devil has been lying to you, and you've been letting him. I believe that he's more powerful than God at times. You gotta be kidding me right now. Do you really believe that he's more powerful than God at times? He is as powerful as you allow him to be. The devil is a liar, and you believed his lies? Seriously? Well, stop it. It is that easy. You say, I choose to believe in the truth. I choose to believe that God is the creator of heaven and earth. Stand right here. Lift up your hands. Do you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior? What is tormenting you? Sorry? 14 year long heartbreak. Okay. Okay, no, I need you to step right here. Not here, right there. Just stand right there. Thank you. Don't move. And I'm telling you right now, you need to do business with God. There's repentance that need to, needs to happen with you. 14-year heartbreak. Is What happened? Girlfriend, wife? Huh? Ex-fiance? Okay. Okay. She, le she left? And it's been 14 years? No more. Are you ready to part, to, to part with this? Yeah. Okay. Father... In the name of Jesus, right now, I, uh -huh, I separate my soul from her soul. From her soul. 
I remove right now the ungodly soul ties. I remove right now that ungodly soul, all of the ungodly soul ties right now. I sever right now every familiar spirit. I break the oppression that has come upon you because of this. Go! Right now, in the name of Jesus, it goes. It goes, it goes, it goes. Every demonic agenda that's been attached to you because of this goes, goes right now. Every demonic agenda attached to you, leave. Leave him right now. Leave his mind. Leave his mind. I cast out every soulish sexual spirit, every spirit of witchcraft and seduction. I break it off you and I cast it out right now. I decree freedom over your heart, over your mind, over your soul. Freedom, freedom, freedom. Freedom. Every chain is being broken off you right now. Every chain is being broken off of you right now. Every form of every form of witchcraft, every seduction, every form of control and manipulation that was attached to you right now, I command it to be broken off of you. All of it. That the joy of the Lord would be your strength. What's your name? Sean, can you get back up, Sean? Father, I ask you now to baptize him in the Holy Ghost with the power of God, the joy of the Lord, that he would see as you call sins to see, Lord God, because his future, Lord God, is in Christ and his future is bright in you. Lord, let him leave the past in the past and let him walk, Lord God, wholeheartedly, looking to you, the author and the perfecter of his faith. Now let the joy of the Lord start to fill him. Do you speak in tongues? <laughs> Okay, so Father, baptize him in the Holy Ghost. Loosen his tongue. Lord, loosen his tongue. Let the joy of the Lord right now come forth. Loosen his tongue. Loosen his tongue. You need this. You need this, Sean. You need this. Start to pray in the Holy Ghost as the Holy Spirit directs and leads. You start to pray, not in English, but start to pray in the Holy Ghost. Start to pray in the Holy Ghost, not in English. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. He's already praying in tongues. Keep going. Come on. I'm going to put the mic right to your mouth. You're going to preach it. Come on. But in tongues. You got it. You got it. Baptize him, Holy Ghost. Fire of God. Oh, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We're going to do a prophetic act. We're going to walk down this path right here. We're walking down this altar. We're going to turn around. We're going to walk the other way again. And so, Sean, we're leaving the past in the past. The old is gone. You are not going to allow someone that chose to walk out. And to be honest with you, God has removed her because God has something far, far better for you. And it would have been a crutch. You would have never been able to go into what he has called you to do had that lady stayed around. So you should be thanking God right now that that lady is gone. Removed, removed, she's removed. Thank God for it right now. Thank you, Lord God. You know better than I do. You know the end from the beginning. I thank you. I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. Amen. Totally different. <laughs> you know, we could have done that in the beginning of service. 
And you could have actually entered into worship a little bit more. Let's do it right now. Let's sing a song. He's like, this lady is nuts. I wasn't going to put the mic to your mouth, but I'm just saying we're going to sing. Can you sing? Can you lead something? Just lead something. And, um, and let's just, let's get some of the men around him and let's just all just worship. Just worship, worship. If you feel led to pray for him, pray for him. But worship, worship. I want you to start singing and there's not going to be any mic, but I don't want you to miss out what God has for you, Sean. And he didn't. You came, you received, but there's more. I want God to go deeper with you. Amen? So just start worshiping him. Thank you, Jesus. Something familiar. I exalt you. Yes. Sorry, all off key, but yeah. I exalt you. you. Hallelujah. I exalt thee. Oh, Discouraged. 
to forgive, so I'm just going to have a play. Hallelujah. <laughs> Phil, thank you. So I cancel right now any demonic assignment, any agenda, any root. Hey, Mama! See, you haven't seen you in a long time. Any demonic root, we rebuke, we uproot, we cancel. I want you guys right now, every one of you, there are some people that need to renounce some things. You don't need me to do it for you or to stand right in front of you while you're doing it because you have the Holy Spirit. So right now, just renounce anger, frustration, guilt, manipulation. I renounce it. I confess it as sin. I renounce it. I don't want it anymore. Judgment, critical spirit. I renounce it. Gambling, lust, pornography. I renounce it. I renounce it. Don't want it anymore. Whatever it might be. Drug use, alcoholism, marijuana, which is drugs in my mind. I renounce it. Renounce it. I don't want it anymore. Forgive me, Lord. Renounce it. I want you to think of what it is that you need to renounce. Renounce it. Ask God to forgive you. Ask God to forgive you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. False religions. New Age. Who needs to renounce this? Who needs to renounce New Age, false religions? Who needs to renounce that? 
new age false religions idolatry hallelujah walking in the flesh who needs to renounce pride yeah go ahead do it just renounce it renounce it ask God to forgive you you can be totally free today walk out free today come on up yep come on up stand right here you continuing to go forward from what happened last time hallelujah glory to God huh? He's been a strong. Okay, so that's a whole lot. That's all that is actually a lot better than praise God, but we don't want any. We want zero. So father, I thank you that he was honest with me, but I know Lord that you delivered him from that. You delivered him from that, from nicotine, from cigarettes. He literally walked out and said, I threw it away right after I prayed for him last week. Totally threw it out. And so, and so from the amount that he used to do, he went back, but not, not as much, a little bit. Doesn't matter. We want none of it. So right now I take authority over the stronghold, the stronghold. We break it off of him right now. Addiction. I command addiction to be broken off of him right now. In the name of Jesus, everything that would walk cause him to go backwards I rebuke you I uproot 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 you're going forward in Christ you're not gonna go backwards I break every stronghold every tie every addiction and every addictive habit it's already gone it's gone yes it is gone my flesh needs to get rid of it. So your flesh is going to die right now. Say, I choose to die. I choose to die. Every day we die. I choose to die. We are to walk this life every day. Say, I'm going to make sure I'm... I know. Are you going to choose every day that I dead to self and alive to Christ? Amen. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. How's she doing? How are you? Praise God. Hallelujah. You got delivered. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, that's powerful. How are we doing here? How's, how's, how, how are we doing? Are you praying? Did you get rid of some things? I see. Yeah. See, I know, but you can control it. I'm not going to say it in the mic, don't worry, but you can control it. But here's the thing, you can right now come out of agreement with it. And as you come out of agreement with it, and you die to self, uh, die to your ways, uh, die to lusts, die, lust is in everything, okay? Not yeah, well today you're going to. So renounce it, confess it and renounce it. Oh, there you go. 
Yes. I break the strongholds right now. I break the... You don't want that. Amen. 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 Now we're doing business with the Lord. Do that right now. Do that right now. I can't. You have to do this. Those kind of things you need to do on your own. Okay? Forgive them. Let it go. You, you're going to come up with a list of things. Let it go. I'm going to have these guys. They're, he was cheating on he's, he's, he's upset about it. You're standing over here for prayer? Okay. It's only because there's, you know, there's a lifetime of things. And so I can't like, you know, every single thing, like, but they'll help them. They'll help them. Yeah. Okay. So Father, right now, the tingling and the numbness from the under, under her arm all the way through, I speak to the nervous system right now. And I thank you, Lord God. Heal her. Heal all tingling, all numbness, go right now, leave this body. I rebuke you, Satan, and I command you to leave her in Jesus' name. Be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed. Hallelujah. How's everybody else doing? Glory, glory. Sean, I'm so proud of you. You're like another man. Completely different. You are walking in Christ. Oh my goodness. Thank you for sharing what you did and allowing Jesus to move through you like that. That's beautiful.
soles of her feet. Hallelujah. Wow, what a beautiful time we had in the glory. Now, some of you guys came up for healing. Wave your hand. God touched you and healed you. Who came up for healing? Yes, that healing of the heart. <laughs> Look at his smile. So beautiful, oh my gosh. How did you hear about us? What's your sister's name? Okay, praise God. I'm so glad. I'm glad you came. Um, who received healing in their bodies today? Wave your hand. Anybody? Or you guys are on the ground still. Okay, praise the Lord. Well, there was a whole lot of healing happening in here, that's for sure. And a lot of deliverance tonight. Who got delivered? I'm not going to have you come up. Don't worry. Yep, right there, right there, right there. You got delivered. That was... That oppression and heaviness, for sure. Praise God. And we're not going back. Amen. We're not going back. We're going forward. Every single one of you, we're going forward in Christ. Amen. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and start um, the word. I'm going to start the message right now. Hallelujah. I'm just going to get a drink of water. God, thank you, Jesus, what you did tonight. Thank you, Father. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Yeah. So what I'm going to ask, if you guys are going to talk to him, um, if, can you guys go into the other, in the hallway or something? Just because we're going to move into the word now. We want to, we want to honor the word and honor the Lord in this way. Yeah, just in that room, please. Thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for what you've done here tonight. I'm telling you, we were, <laughs> I felt like a, I felt like a bulldog. Like, we were like, uh-uh, no, no, we're going to press in. No, no, no. We had such a glorious taste on Thursday of what happened. No, no. And the funny thing is, is I was in it. I was in the glory, and I know a lot of you guys were too. And it was just a couple, and I thought, we're pressing in for those few. We were pressing in for those few. Yeah, and then we just went, thank you, Jesus, and so good, because there's, there's victory when we, when we do that. Do You know, it's not all about you, right? We have to, it's, we're... We're to um, help one another. So, I mean, I was in it. I couldn't help. I couldn't stop laughing, you know. But we are to press in, I know. But we're to also press in for somebody else. And that's why I'm like, you know, dialoguing the whole time. Lord, should I stop? Should I keep going? And it's like, keep going. There's going to be a breakthrough. Keep going. Keep going. And not only that, but it's like when you experience such a tangible move of God's spirit and you taste and see how good it is, he is, you don't. There's nothing in you that wants to go backwards at all. Like, you know, like you, um, 
there's such a value to what happened and what continues to happen that in my mind, I'm going to continue to press in going deeper and deeper. Um, and if I have to, and if I have to be like a bulldog, then I guess I'll have to be like a bulldog sometimes, but <laughs> he's going, yeah, come on guys. I'm doing it for all of us. You should be happy. You should be all happy right now. You should be thanking me right now. <laughs> Sean, I like you. I really like you. Isn't he sweet? He said, welcome, Sean. Yeah, he, that's my husband, so I, I understand everything Phil says. He's my husband. Because, <laughs> see, he's from the Bronx, so sometimes it's hard to understand his slang. <laughs> oh my goodness. His yes. Hallelujah. So Father, I thank you for what happened today. Just your presence, your power, your deliverance. Tonight was definitely a night of deliverance. A lot of deliverance. That's what happened tonight. A lot of people got delivered. Thank you, Lord. Praise you. That's a healing too in and of itself. Just a different kind of healing. But it's many people got delivered of stuff. Thank you, Jesus. And that's what we need to go forward. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hmm. So, Father, now as we prepare for the word, I thank you for opening up our understanding, our mindset, Father God. We just, Lord, we say your word is so so powerful, full of power, and we ask right now that every single person, their eyes would be on Jesus, Lord. Their heart, Lord God, will be open to the, to the truth of your word, the understanding of your word, Father God. And I'm going to start, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over to um, Colossians. I'm going to pray this. Yeah. And if you have your Bible, you can turn there. But I just want to pray this in Colossians for all of us. Father, uh, oh, uh, Colossians chapter 1. It's chapter 1, verse 9. But, Father, this is what your word says. And I want to pray this over myself, over this church, and over the families of this church, Father. Father, he said, for this reason, since the day we heard that we do not cease to pray, we should not cease to pray for one another, for ourselves, for our family, for this church. Father, that we would be filled with the knowledge of your will. So right now I pray for each and every one of us that we would be filled with the knowledge of your will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Lord, I thank you for the spiritual understanding that you give each and every one of us. Open up the eyes of our understanding, Father God. Let us know that we know, Lord God, as we rejoice always, as your word says, as we pray without ceasing, in everything as we give you thanks, we know that we are doing the will of God and that it is the will of God for us to walk in this way. So right now, spiritual understanding, spiritual eyes be opened up. Father, that we would walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing you. For each and every person right now, I decree that they walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing unto their Father, being fruitful in every good work. Father, make us fruitful in every good work. We choose to yield ourselves to you to make us fruitful in every good work. Every good work. You're going to be fruitful in every good work. Amen? Hallelujah. I'm not preaching, guys. I'm praying. <laughs> Just in case you are wondering what it is that she's doing up there. I'm praying right now. Thank you very much. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for me. I'm praying for our church. 
I'm praying for our families, that we would be fruitful in every way, that we would increase in the knowledge of God, that each and every one of us would increase in the knowledge of God. Father, that you would strengthen us with all might, which is power, that you would strengthen us with power, power that destroys giants. That's what that kind of power is. It's dunamis, dynamite power that destroys giants. So Lord, strengthen us with all power, all might, according to your glorious power, Lord God, with patience and long-suffering and with joy. That's how we pray, Father God. Lord, let us not quench the Holy Spirit. Let us never be those that would quench or grieve the Holy Spirit, but instead that we would walk, Lord, side by side, alongside with the Holy Spirit leading us every step of the way. So I thank you, Father. Lord, we don't have a service like this without really being yielded to the Holy Spirit. You can't have a service like this without really being yielded to Holy Spirit. I thank you for what you do every single time we meet together. We give you the praise, and we give you the glory and the honor. Now, if there's anyone that has any form, deaf and dumb spirit, I command it to go. If there's anything remaining at all, any deaf and dumb spirit, I command it to go right now. Father, any works of the flesh, I command it to go. If there's anything, any residue, anything lingering that is not of the Lord, I command it to go. Any sorrow, anything that's focused and fixated upon self, it has to go. Focus on Jesus. Right now, I'm going to have you shout out, Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Do it again. Praise Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. All right. So believing the word is a shield and confessing the word of God is the sword. Believing the word is a shield, confessing the word is a sword. I'm going to say it again. I've been saying this for you all. I'm going to say it again because we need to get this really in our spirit, man. Believing the word is a shield. When I confess the word, it is a sword. The sword is not in my hands. It is in my mouth, right? The sword is the word of God, and the word of God is in our mouths. It needs to be in our mouths. If it's not in your mouth, put it in your mouth. Get the word of God in your mouth. Romans 10.9 says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. What did we just say? If you confess with your mouth and if you believe in your heart. We are to confess with our mouth. We are to believe with our heart, right? Amen? This is not just for salvation. This scripture is about salvation, but this principle is for everything in your life. When you confess, when you believe, when you speak it out and when you believe, amen? Romans 10.8 says that the word is near you. It is in your mouth and it is in your heart. The word of the Lord. Make sure the word of the Lord is being taken in. Because as you take the word of the Lord in, you are being transformed. Deceiving spirits are seducing spirits. Now I got all your attention. Look at that. Deceiving spirits are seducing spirits with the intent to lead God's people to stray into doctrines of devils, which are things that demons teach. Doctrines of devils, doctrines of demons, things that demons teach. Let every ear be attentive to this word tonight. I think by now you know. I don't mince words. I will tell you like you need to hear it, 
because I want us all to rise up and to go deeper in the Lord. There is way too much deception going on out there, and let me tell you, it better not be you. Amen. And if it is, we're going to help you. Say, she's going to help me. She looks real serious, but she's going to help me. My kids used to say, those eyes. Like, she would, like, open those eyes, and they'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> The title is Don't Be Seduced by Deceiving Spirits who intent, Whose Intent is to Lead You into Doctrines of Demons. Don't be seduced by deceiving spirits whose intent is to lead you into doctrines of demons. We have all been given power over the enemy, according to Luke 10, 19. And I can quote that scripture. You can quote that scripture by now. We say it enough, right? But we have to go a little deeper. We've all been given power. That is true. Over all the power of the enemy, nothing shall by any means hurt you, Luke 10, 19, to quench fiery darts of the wicked one with the shield of faith, which is believing, and with the sword of the spirit, which is confessing, according to Ephesians 6, 16 and 17. So we've all been given this power in Christ. Every believer has. But the Christian life is often likened unto a race. It's likened unto a race. And in Hebrews, in Hebrews 12.1, it says, we are told to lay aside anything that hinders our progress, particularly every form of sin. Okay? I'm going to, let me just go someplace real quick here. So we're going to, we're told in, in, in Hebrews 12one to lay aside everything that hinders our progress. I want you to be thinking as I'm going through this word of God, is there anything that's hindering my progress in Christ? We're running a race. I'm running a race. And I'm going to run that race to win. So, Lord, if there's anything that's hindering my progress, show me. I don't want anything to hinder my progress, right? Because I know we all love God in this room, and I know we all love God, even many, many that are listening online. I don't know all, but many that are listening love the Lord. But... Anything that's going to hinder your progress, Lord, show us any form of sin. So Hebrews 12.1, it says, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. So I have to find some words here tonight. Tonight I want to teach you. Okay, I'm going to just going to teach tonight. Lay aside. To lay aside means to cast off. And to put away. Okay, to lay aside, cast it off, to put it away. To stop doing something. To remove it. Completely remove it, right? It is the same root word that you find in Romans 13, 12. Let's go to Romans 13, 12. So we were in Hebrews 12. Now we are in Romans 13. Romans 13, 12 says this, let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Not the armor of God, but the armor of light, which is the armor of God, but it's the light of Christ coming forth through you. It says, casting off. We are to cast off the works of darkness. Whose job is it to cast it off? Ours, our job. Cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. If there was ever a day to walk in greater levels of discernment, that would be now, church. That would be now. You must know the strategic season that you are in. We, every one of us 
Every one of us needs to know the strategic season that we are in. If you, by the way, if you missed our midweek service, I encourage you to go to YouTube and, or you can go to our Mighty Wind Network and watch it. Three things Satan does not want you to know about. I encourage you to watch, go and listen to it. You need to listen to it if you haven't already. But I'm going to read to you because it goes right along with what we're talking about today. Romans 13 and starting in verse 11. Romans 13 starting in verse 11. There we go. And it says, and do this, knowing the time, we have to know the seasons that we're in. What season? Know the time that now it is high, it's high time to awake out of sleep. We need to be awakened. There cannot be any sleep, and there cannot be, and I mean spiritually, and there cannot be any dozing off spiritually. In other words, we have to be sharp. We have to be awake as to what's going on all around us, right? It says, for now, our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness. We just read the scripture. I'm reading it again. Let us cast off the, work of, the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly. There's a proper way to walk. As in the day, not in revelry and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust and strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lusts. Now, let's go back to verse 11. I told you I'm going to teach tonight. Go back to verse 11. Knowing the time. It says we need to know the time. We need to know the time, church of God. There is a time for us to, you know, we're in the glory and we're in the glory of God and we're receiving. We're receiving so much from Jesus. We receive so much from him every single time we meet and every single, you know, you do this at home, you receive from him all the time. But there's also a time of really recognizing, okay, what's going on around me or maybe even within me that's not of God. We need to know what's happening so we can stand strong so that we don't become seduced and deceived, right? So it says know the time. So to know, number one, is to see or to perceive with your eyes. But that's just one level. When you know, you perceive and you see with your eyes. But that's just one level. Say it's only one level and it's not the fullness of that word. It is not the fullness of that word. Another definition and the fullness of that word is to understand, to know is to understand the force or the meaning behind something or to discern the nature of something. Say, so when I know something, I'm going to discern the nature of something. This is exactly what the enemy does not want you to be able to do. He doesn't want you to discern the nature of something. He wants you to know superficially. He wants you to know whatever has been spoken, what he wants you to hear about what is good, what is right, what is, what is right, what is wrong. He wants you to know. Are, are we following along? Is, is this making sense? Okay, because it's important that we know, be able to discern, not just know, see with our eyes. Okay. So awake is to awaken from sleep, from a state of non-existence. How many Christians do you know are pretty much in a state of non-existence? Oh, they're there. Oh, they may go to church and they carry their Bibles and they may shout praise God every once in a while if you really get them on a good day, but they're asleep in the spirit. They're asleep. It's like a non-existence, just a shell. They are there, many of them. And maybe at one point in time, it used to be you. It used to be us, right? Maybe a long time ago, possibly, I don't know. But what I do know is, is that the fire of God that is coming every single time we meet, 
The glory of God that fills this place is transforming you. It is transforming every single one of you. So we need to realize, I'm going to walk awake. I'm going to walk in the power of God. I'm not going to allow a deceiving spirit, a doctrine of demons, to enter into my thoughts, my life. Uh, I'm not going to just know superficially. I'm going to know the motive behind things. I'm going to understand the intent. Lord, teach me. Lord, teach me. That should be our prayer. Lord, teach me. Lord, show me. You should be questioning things. You should be questioning. We all should be questioning things. We shouldn't just be taking everything and saying, well, they say it, they do it, it's okay. Question. Question things. And ask the Lord to teach you. In 1 Timothy 4.1, it says this. It says, it speaks of the latter days. But the latter days are now. Latter days are right now. We are living in the latter days. You say, what, what's the latter days? It, it, latter days refers to the period of time um, between the first coming of Christ and the second coming of Christ. The latter days is now. Jesus is going to return. But he says, I'm pouring out my spirit on all flesh. This is the latter days. He's pouring out his spirit, right? He's pouring out his spirit on his sons and daughters, on all flesh. We are living in the end times, and we are living in the latter days. So we've established that part. But look at what's going to happen in the latter days, which means now. We've already established it's now. Look at what, happened, what will happen for some. It says that now the spirit earnestly, or I'm sorry, expressly says that in the latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed, in other words, listening, to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Some will depart from the faith in the latter days, in the end times. In other words, they're going to start listening to the enemy, and they're going to part from the essential doctrines of Christianity. There are essential doctrines of Christianity. And in the last days, some will start making excuses and start to walk a muddied walk, a walk of mixture, because many people are doing it even in the church. And people are too afraid to speak up because they don't want people to leave their church. Well, I don't operate like that. I don't operate like that. I'm not here for, for a fan club. I'm not here for a fan club. I'm here because I'm on assignment. God has called me to this position to do what I'm doing, and I'm not doing what I'm doing so that I can get likes. I'm doing what I'm doing because God's called me to do this. I'm doing what I'm doing because he said, will you go for me? Will you go? Will you be my mouthpiece? And I said yes, yes in fear and trembling many years ago. But any person that you will listen to, any, any minister of the gospel, if it's just always a tickling of the ears, if it's always just good, and it's no one, you're never challenged. If you're never challenged, if sin is never mentioned, if falling away, doctrines of demons, what is she talking about? It's all in the word of God. If you're not hearing this, and they're just hearing a prosperity only, like, hey, I believe in prosperity, you know that, but, but if you're not hearing the fullness of the gospel, you're not hearing the fullness of the gospel. That's not the gospel then. That's actually not the gospel. So church of God, we have to be willing 
to say, Lord, if there's something I'm doing in my life that is not of God, I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. Spirit of the living God, show me. I want to know what's wrong. If there's anything at all, if there's any compromise, if there's any subtleties of the enemy. I mean, it's everywhere out there right now. Right? We know this. I can start listing off things if you need me to, but I think we kind of all know enough to know there's a lot of compromise in the church. I'm not talking about outside of the church. I'm talking about in the churches. I'm talking about in the church, and I'm even talking about in leadership in the church, even in the pulpit, which is horrendous. And some people just need to step down and sit down and go get help because you're polluting a lot of people. And, and their blood will be on our hands. If I don't walk the walk that I am presenting you, your blood would be on my hands. And I am not going to have your blood on my hands when I'm before the Lord. In other words, I'm, I love you too much to not speak up and confront when that's necessary. And it's not because I'm, oh, I know somebody, I'm doing This is what the Lord directed me to preach. Somebody needs to hear this. I'm sure it's more than somebody. You know what? All of us, because you know what? We... Who wants their sword sharpened? Like the world is constantly trying to dull us. But we need to always be willing to hear the word, even if it's a harder word, because it's going to sharpen us. And as it sharpens us, we realize, okay, a dull sword is useless. It does nothing. But a sharpened sword is going to destroy those Goliaths in your life a sharpened sword. And the sword is sharpened as we hear the truth. And as we hear the truth, the truth makes us free. I've taught you before, it's not just the truth that makes you free, but it says you shall know the truth. And then when you know the truth, the truth will make you free. It's not just the truth makes you free. How? Like magically, like just somehow, like in your dream or something? No, you shall know the truth in your inner man. And so that's why it's really important that we bring the, the full gospel. And that is what we do here because I, I'm accountable for the Lord and you wouldn't want it any other way. So 1 Timothy 4.1, now the Spirit expressly says that in the latter days, latter times, some will depart from the faith. Means they chose to leave. Let's get this one thing very clear. Jesus will never leave you. He will never forsake you. I believe that I am fully saved, and I believe I have, I have a surety of my salvation. I'm not wondering or questioning, gee, am I going to, you know, fall from grace, and I'm not going to make it to heaven one day, or, you know. I have full assurance that when I said yes to Jesus, I said yes, and he is not going to allow anybody to be snatched me out of his hand, right? He, I'm, I'm in his hand. I'm in his hand. If you said yes to Jesus, you are with him. You're in his hand. You, you can have a surety of your salvation. But I also do not believe that just because you said yes to Jesus one day and now you can live however you want to live and you're always going to be saved because once saved, always saved. That is not the true gospel. Once saved, always saved is not true. You can lose your salvation. Yeah, maybe not overnight. But you can, oh, we got real quiet in this church. You're like, oh, really? I thought you had. There is enough scripture evidence to actually prove both, both points, both sides of the story. 
So which one are you going to defer with? Are you going to be like, well, I'm saved so I can live however I want and it doesn't matter because I'll, I'll just go to heaven because I'm saved. I said yes to Jesus. No, because the Bible says, if you do, and then it starts listing all these things. It says, you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. Had nothing to do with, but if you made a confession of faith one day, then that's your exclusion. You're, you have this, this is the clause. Right here in this passage, it says, now the Spirit expressly says in the end, someday, some will, will give heed. They're going to depart from the faith. That means if they're departing from the faith, they were once in it. Let it all sink in right now. If they're going to depart from the faith, they were once in it. They were once in the faith. They once believed. But they chose to walk away. Jesus will never leave you. He will never leave you and he will never forsake you. But they chose to walk away. Now, even those that chose to walk away, we know that the Lord is always ready to receive you back. There's no, well, sorry, you, you know, made your choice. That's not God. Though a righteous man may fall seven times, seven times, get back up, get back up. Often I'm asked this question, do you believe once saved, always saved, or do you believe that you can lose your salvation? And I honestly, I have to go through this whole thing, but then here's the, so where do I, where do I, how do I live? I live like this. Instead of being focused on one or the other, but I already told you what I believe the word says and what my conviction is. And I also believe you can make a scriptural reference for both points, both sides of the story. But the bottom line is this, are you willing to walk and abide with Christ? Because if you abide in the vine, if you just every day say, I'm going to abide in the vine. Today I'm going to abide. Tomorrow I'm abiding. See, what happens is you become so lovesick for Jesus that the thought of even, it's like a joke. The thought of even like walking away or losing yourself. Are you kidding? Like you're so, you're too far gone. You're lost in him. You're literally wrecked and ruined for Jesus. There, it's just, you're too far gone as long as you abide in the vine. I say, I, I say as long as you abide in the vine, because I know, and you probably do too, you probably know some people, some Christians that were once really on fire for Jesus. And now you look for them and where are they? But they're not walking with the Lord anymore. Everyone start to think of somebody. If you, if you know, I know people, you know, and, and they were once really on fire and they're totally in the world. They've renounced, they've rejected, they don't want anything to do with God. They're angry and they're in the world. God's not done with them. He's not done with them, but he is waiting for them. He is waiting for them to turn it around and come back. So people that want to tell you that once you're saved, you're always saved, you know, to me, that's a dangerous, dangerous way of thinking. But in reality, when you really love God and you abide in the vine, you will have 100% assurance that you are saved. You, I don't worry at night, am I saved? Are you kidding? I don't worry, I don't stress over it. I know for a fact, and I believe most of you guys in this room feel the same, same way. But it's important, why? Because this is a doctrine. But there's also doctrines of demons that people are gonna speak to you, and you'll hear. And you have to know what you believe. You have to know that you're fully 100% saved and, and, you're, and you belong to Christ and that he will never, ever, ever leave you. He will never, ever, ever forsake you. So don't jump ship because he'll never do it. 
but you don't do it, right? But if you love him, you won't. And if you're abiding with him, you won't. So to me, that's a, it's almost like circulatory. You know, it's almost like the circular, you know, it's, but it's true. Like when you just stay connected to him, you can't help but love him. You can't help but worship him. You can't help but give your all for him. You realize how good he is. So let's finish this verse, a verse. First um, Timothy 4.1. It says, the spirit expressly says, Think about that. The Spirit expressly says, the Spirit is the breath of God, the wind of God, the Holy Spirit. Truth is expressly warning us of doctrines of demons because right after that, it says, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. So basically, the Holy Spirit is expressly, right? The Holy Spirit is, is with everything within him, wanting to convince you to be careful because there are doctrines of demons out there because the Holy Spirit loves you. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the living God, he's with you, he's for you, he loves you. And he's going to show you right from wrong. So he, he is distinctly and clearly speaking to us, forbidding of any tolerance of a doctrine of demons. A doctrine of demons would be a, a place of compromise. A place of compromise. Because deceiving spirits are seducing spirits. This is not just sexual. A seducing spirit is not just sexual. It can be. It's not just sexual. Deceiving spirits are seducing spirits. I'm going to say it again. Deceiving spirits are seducing spirits. They're going to seduce you to do what they wanted you to do the whole time. To seduce you with the intent to lead God's people to stray into doctrines of devils. Once again, reread it. First Timothy 4 1. Our salvation and our walk, we have to we have to guard it. We need to we need to foster it. We need to take care of it. We need to take it seriously. Like salvation is a beautiful thing, church, but it's something that you should really be considering and saying. Am I really walking in such a pleasing way to the Lord or am I deceived? No compromise. If there's curse words coming out of your mouth, you know, one minute and then you're praising God and the next minute you're walking in compromise. I don't care what the curse word is. Let no un unwholesome thing come out of your mouth. I'm calling you guys on the carpet. If there's anybody in here that gets mad and just starts to go at the mouth, stop and repent and realize that is not of God. And not only that, not only is it not of God, but the, the enemy loves when you do stuff like that. You're feeding him. You're literally feeding the enemy what he wants so that he can continue to entice you, to seduce you, to do more. 
And then what happens when you do more? Well, deception starts to creep in, and a veil starts to come over eyes. How many of you guys have met somebody, and like I said before, Christian, and there was a day where they were on fire, but now you look at them and there's just this dullness. Yeah. And you kind of look at them like, hey, are you there? Like, hello? But there's a dullness. Yeah, Sorrow, sadness, no emotion, numb. You guys, I'm talking, what I'm talking about tonight is very serious and it's something we need to all examine our lives. God has entrusted me and this church with a lot. He's entrusted us with a lot. Look at what, look at what happens when we get together. Blind eyes are opening and deaf ears are opening. Look at what happens when we get together. All to the glory of God, yes. But he's entrusted us with people that hear and they come because they know there's the power of God to be healed and set free there. Don't you think for one minute that the enemy doesn't also see that and wants to muddy the waters? and bring in deception, and bring in seducing spirits. That's his agenda. It's not going to happen as long as we each stay at our post, as long as we each examine ourselves. And, that's that. and to me, this is just really an important topic. Because Satan knows how to manipulate people. He does. He knows how to. He's the father of lies, and no truth lies within him. But when we know the word of God on a subject, then any, any deviation from that teaching will send up a red flag. It's like you know, when you hear a, 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 a doctrine of demons, I'm calling it that because that is what it is. You're going to know the truth. You're going to be like, no, that's not okay. I'm sorry. You know, um, you know you, you, some, some churches will, will literally say, well, because we want to love all people, so therefore, if they're walking in a homosexual lifestyle because we want to show love, we're going to go ahead and, and let them be in the pulpit and preach the word because they have a gift. They know the word. They were raised in a Christian home, and they were raised in a Christian home, and they have a gift to preach. They should not be preaching the word of God. They need to be getting delivered. They need to be in church. Don't get me wrong. They need to be in church, and we need to love them. Absolutely. We need to love them, we need to embrace them, but they need to get healed and they need to get set free because homosexuality is a demon. It is a devil. Addiction to drugs is a demon. It is a devil. Any form of addiction, it is a demon. It is a devil. And when someone starts to tell you, well, we need to love and so we need to you know, allow them to serve and allow them to be in a place of leadership, that is, um, no. That's a doctrine of demons right there. That's a seducing spirit right there. That's that little bit of, you know, well, there's a little truth. What's the truth? Oh, we're to love. Just because you're called to love doesn't mean that you check your brain out at the door and you use zero, zero wisdom and discernment. How about the spirits that are being released through that individual and literally plaguing people? Literally just seducing like a blanket over people. 
Here's the litmus test. Whenever you are with somebody, I mean, you are, I am, there's many times, you know, and you know, okay, their, their walk, their life, right, is not pure. Whether they're a believer or not, they're not walking purely with God. It could be anything. Um, and you're with them, and you leave, and you feel different. You feel heavy. You just feel kind of yuck. You just can't seem to get yourself kind of going like you used to. You're just kind of stagnant. You're a little lethargic. Does anybody know what I'm talking about in this room? Yeah. yeah? I know, because this, this happens, you know. And if it's somebody that you love, let's just say, let's go a step further. It's somebody you love, somebody you know very well, and you love this individual. You know them very well. Then you're around them for a little bit, right? And you leave, and you feel slimed. And you feel like, yeah, down, heavy-hearted. And maybe you're even finding it hard to get into your routine again. Just for a second, you're not in sin. I'm not saying you're, I'm just saying this. What is that? What they carry just slimed you. The oppression and all the negativity, the sin, whatever it is that they're walking in is trying to deceive you, trying to slime you. You're not in sin, but it's a deception. It's a heaviness. And then you have to work extra hard to get that junk off of you. You have to work extra hard to say, get out of here in the name of Jesus. I command that spirit to go. You need to separate so ungodly soul ties. If you don't already do that, do that. Start. Un separate ungodly soul ties. When you're with people that are not walking fully with the Lord and you feel kind of slimed, or start to discern how you feel when you leave a situation. If something is not correct or right, if it's not fully the peace and the love of God, there is something you need to do. You need to separate that. You need to get rid of that. You need to take authority over that, right? So I'm saying this to show you that some are going to leave the faith. They're literally going to walk out of the faith because they're listening to doctrines of demons. And so, and you know some of them because when you're around them, because they're starting to drink the Kool-Aid and they've bought into the lie and you leave and you feel slimed. So, and I see a lot of you shaking your heads. So this is all true. And you know, here's the thing. The more that you come to a church like this and the more that your spiritual eyes are open, but not just your spiritual eyes, your spirit is being so awakened and supercharged with the glory of God. The more that that happens, the more that you see this all around you, and the more that you just become radical, you're like, oh no, this has to come off right now, because it's so night and day. It's so night and day. Like maybe before it wasn't night and day. You kind of took a week or two to even realize what happened to you. Now you're, you're around somebody, and the minute you leave, you're like, oh shit, about that thing has come off of me now. I love them, but oh no, I'm not going to have that weight of oppression on me. It's a weight of oppression. I'm trying to make this real plain. I'm trying to make this as simple as I can. Because people go, oh, seducing spirits. Wow, what is that? It happens every day. It's all around you. Doctrines of demons, what is that? It happens every day. And people that you know are buying into doctrines of demons, and they're justifying it. Don't justify what is not of God. Amen. Now I want, let's go to uh, Romans 12. So just turn over one, one chapter. We were in Romans 13. Romans 12 and in verse 9. But this is what we are to do. 
It says, let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor or hate what is evil and cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love in honor, giving preference to one another. Not lagging in diligence, but it says fervent in spirit. That means a glow in the spirit. That means burning with the Holy Spirit, being fervent. This is what we're called to do, being a glow, be fervent. The walk of Christ is a, is a fervent walk. It's a walk of the love of God, being on fire with him. That word fervent is a glow. If you are a glow, you're glowing with the glory of God. You're glowing. This is, the enemy doesn't want you to know this because he just wants you to be deceived by all, all kinds of deception. You're, you're supposed to glow. Amen. Be a glow. If you are a glow and you're fervent in spirit, you're literally giving off the light of Christ. When you give off the light of Christ, the joy that you have, is this joy, it's even hard to contain it. But this joy, and it spills out. <laughs> it spills out. It becomes contagious. I know I'm, I am preaching to the choir. I know that. I'm preaching to a bunch of people that love Jesus so much that, and they're radical in their walk. I love that. Lord, thank you for giving me a church that has people that are on, on fire for Jesus. It's true. It's true. He's given me a church and he's drawing people. Well, like attracts, you know, like comes together, same kind. And so God has drawn people. And I know that we're, we're not done. We haven't arrived. It's not that we've arrived. We're going to continue burning for Jesus brighter and stronger and deeper and more and more. And God has continued. He continues to bring more more people that are wanting to really press into the fullness of God in the way I'm talking about here, in, in no compromise. No, and, that, and my prayer for you is, is that you know exactly what is a compromise and what isn't. And you'll know because, like I said, the more you get on fire with Jesus, the more you know when the, when the heat kind of goes down and you kind of feel the cold, you know because you're, you're used to the flames. <laughs> you're used to the heat. You're used to the, the fire of God's presence. So you know when it seems to be kind of cold. That's cold. That's not of God. Right? Hallelujah. You know what? I'm going to turn someplace because I do want to say this last bit, and I'm kind of going, um, I'm backtracking a little bit, but I feel like I need to. Ezekiel 28. In Ezekiel 28. And this is going back to... Um, This is going back to the point that I was making um, about, you know, some will leave the faith, okay? So in Ezekiel 28 and in verse 12, it starts in verse 12, but it's talking about Lucifer, that he was created, first of all, he's created angel, created um, and anointed, and full of wisdom and perfect in beauty until iniquity, iniquity was found in him. Look at verse 12. It says, you were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Okay? Full of wisdom, perfect in beauty. Jump over to verse 15. 
You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created. From the day you were created until iniquity was found in you. Jump up to verse 14. You were the anointed cherub who covers. His job was to cover. He was anointed to cover. And what does he do? Expose. Points the finger, accuses, ridicules, and leads to death. But what was his job? To cover. He was beautiful and full of wisdom until, until iniquity was found in him. He was created beautiful, so beautiful. And here we're talking about the created angel, Lucifer, that when, he, when iniquity was found in him and he was cast out of heaven and he took the third of the angels with him, he's constantly working against the will of God, trying to deceive the lives of people if possible, the elect, the elect if possible. So he was created, he was full of wisdom, and he was beautiful, and his job was to cover. He was full of wisdom, but he fell. He was full of wisdom, yet he still fell. Some of you are starting to get the revelation of what I'm trying to, I'm trying to drive home here tonight. He was full of wisdom. Don't give me, I know the word, I went to Bible college. Oh, I know the word, and I, you know, I've got wisdom, I've got discernment. Discernment is my gift. Don't give me that. You may have discernment, and I hope you do, and I pray you do, and I pray it continues to increase. But he was full of wisdom and beauty, and his job was to cover, but yet he fell. He fell, it says, until, until iniquity was found in him. And we're talking about an angel here. We're talking about a cherub, an angel. The most beautiful angel at one point in time. Right? So I want us to walk in a way that brings 100% honor and glory to the Lord. Submitted to Christ. It is our job to really safeguard our walk. As we yield to the Holy Spirit, it is our job to take care of our, our, our relationship with Christ, to make sure that we don't allow ourselves to walk in any form of mixture. Holiness unto the Lord. If there's any bit of mixture, it's not holy. Amen. So don't settle for, well, I'm, I pretty much live a pretty clean life. There's just a little bit, but it's mostly, I'm pretty, I, I walk right. That's not holy. how to get the slime off of you. So the, um, I, say, I say slime, and it's just really, it's an assignment of the enemy. It's just oppression. You know, demons have roles, they have functions, they have assignments that they get from Satan. And so when you feel heaviness, when you feel 
deceived or discouraged, or even more so, you feel hmm, kind of wanting to go back into an old pattern, an old way. You feel tempted. You feel tempted to go back into a, um, a sin, and you know it's sin, you, but you're feeling kind of drawn. You're being seduced. How do you break free from that? Well, number one, you recognize that it's not coming from God. It's coming from the enemy. And so you take authority over that spirit because it is a spirit. And you command that spirit to get out and to leave you alone in the name of Jesus. You have to open your mouth and you need to tell that devil where to go. Because God says in his word, I've given you all authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And he says, nothing shall by any means harm you. Luke 10, 19. So you have to open your mouth and say, get out in the name of Jesus, this ungodly spirit that's trying to attack and assault me and bring me back to the pit. I will not tolerate it. And then, so once you do that, you, you, know, you also want to make sure that you get filled with the Holy Ghost, right? Word, reading the Word of God, making sure that you're baptized in the Spirit of the living God and filled again and again. So Lord, fill me. It's a continual filling. The Bible says to be continually being filled. Be continually being filled. You don't fill an, a, a cistern, you don't fill something like a vessel and then go, well, you know, years go by and you go, well, I filled that vessel years ago. It was filled with water 10 years ago and I never filled it again because if you were to go to that vessel, it's going to evaporate and the water is evaporating. You're, it's getting empty until it's empty. So we want to refill. So Holy Spirit, fill me again. Fill me again. Stand on the word. Get the word of God on it. Know what the word says and decree it out loud out of your mouth because it is the sword and it needs to be coming out of your mouth. You got to confess it, the word. Confess doesn't mean, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm not referring to the word confess in that way. Confess means decree it. In the way I'm speaking of the word confess, decree the word of God. Speak it out loud. Does that make sense, honey? Praise God. Hallelujah. But that's a, that's a great question. So, so in closing, I'm going to have all of us stand up because I'm going to pray. I want to pray for us right now, for all of us that are here. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Just lift your hands up before the Lord right now. Father, I thank you for the word that never returns unto us void. Father, I thank you that as you gave me this word, Lord, I came and I brought it, I brought it to this congregation, and I thank you, Lord, that they heard the word of truth, and they're being strengthened and sharpened by the word of truth. Now, Father, teach us to walk in your ways, discerning truth from error. Teach us, Lord. Lord, teach us to hate what is evil and to really truly cling to what is good. We all want to increase. Nobody has the corner market on perfection but Jesus. So, Lord, teach us all how to really, really hate what is evil and cling to what is good. Search our hearts, Father. If there's any agreement with the world, we repent right now. If there's any agreement, any mixed loyalties within us, Father God, anything that we're not discerning, show us. If there's any area of blindness, Father, show us. Father, we do take authority right now, and we bind up and cast out any place of deception and blindness. We command all blinders to be removed. We decree that we have the mind of Christ. We choose to cling to your ways, Father. And yes, Lord, we reject doctrines of demons. And we lay hold of the truth 
Your word is truth. Let God be true and every man a liar. So if it doesn't line up with truth, if what somebody is saying doesn't line up with truth, let God be true. And we reject every other spoken word that doesn't align with the word of truth. Right now, Father, I'm asking by the power of the Holy Spirit that if anyone needs to do business with the Lord, that they do so privately right where they're at. I'm not going to ask anybody to come forth, but I do want you to do business with the Lord right now, just for a few minutes. Just take a few minutes. Lord, all we want, and I believe I can speak for them, is a life that pleases you. That's what we want, all of us. We want a life that truly pleases you in every way, every way. So right now, search our hearts. Show us if there's anything we need to do to change. Show us, and we will be faithful to do so. I thank you for the infilling of the Holy Spirit and the joy of the Lord that you always give us. It's our strength. You fill us. Lord, today we commit our lives again to you, and we give you our lives, and we say, Lord, purify us. Purify us, God. Cause us to be people to walk on fire, to walk on fire, to walk in fire, in love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right now, just the spirit of the living God is settling upon some of you. Any spirit of condemnation, I command it to go. Any heaviness, all lying spirits trying to torment your mind, accuse you, I command them to go. You just did business with the Lord. Any lying spirit has to go. Any condemnation goes right now. You're going to walk out of here feeling refreshed. You're going to walk out of here feeling healed and renewed, cleansed, and set on fire. You're going to walk out of here as a new man, a new woman, because this is what happens when truth is brought forth and you receive it, and you've received it tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You may be seated. And I'd like my ushers to come forward. We're going to move into our tithes and offerings quickly here. Malachi 3, I'm going to read to you Malachi 3, 8 through 12. This is the blessing of tithing. God loves, first of all, a hilarious giver. We know this. And it tells the word of God tells us to bring your tithe into the storehouse that he would pour out such a blessing that you wouldn't even be able to, there wouldn't even be enough room to contain it. This is what the scripture says. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have I robbed you? In tithes and offerings. He says, you're cursed with the curse for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Then he says, bring the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven, try me, test me. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven, the Lord only says to test him in this area. Test me to see if I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour out for you such a blessing that there will be not enough room to even receive it. 
Wow. Is anybody walking in that kind of the blessing yet? Yet. Is anybody walking in that kind of the blessing yet? Like you just can't read. It's spilling out. You're like, hey, neighbor, could you please take this, all these blessings? I've run out of room. There's not even a square inch in my grass. There's not even a square inch in my house. I can't contain it. So I think that includes all of us, right? We still, we're still moving into that fullness of blessing. But we are moving into it. So he says, so that... He, the enemy, will not destroy the fruit of your ground. He will not, he will not nor, nor stall the wine, nor shall the wine fail to bear fruit for you in the field. So, Father, I thank you for your word. Lord, I thank you that you said you love a hilarious giver. I thank you, Lord God, that you said, Lord, as we give, and this is a commandment from the Lord, that as we give unto the Lord, unto the kingdom of God, your promise is to give back so much we wouldn't even have room enough to contain it all. Well, Lord, that every one of us still have a way to go in that. So I thank you, Lord God, that your blessings are chasing us down. We decree that the blessings are chasing us down. We decree that the blessings are continuingly in our lives because we're faithful to do what you've called us to do, which is to do our tithes and offerings. So, Father, I thank you. Now, Lord, I thank you for speaking to them, Lord. They're going to give as you've directed them to give, not under compulsion, not under compulsion, but in the leading of the Holy Spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Go ahead and pass out the baskets, ushers. And as the baskets are being passed out, again, I want to pray, as I did on Thursday, if anyone needs a job, please stand up. If you are needing a job, like you do not have a job, or, thank you, or if you do have a job but it's not making the bills and you need, a you need an increase in your finances, stand up. Okay. So, Father, you see them. Yep. They're all coming, coming up like dominoes now. Father, you see them, Lord. Um, so I'm assuming everybody else is rolling in the dough. So, <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Um, so, Father, I thank you for them. And right now, we just, let's just extend your hands to those that are standing. So, Father, I thank you for financial increase. Lord, some need jobs and some need just increases in finances. Father, you, have, you own the cattle on a thousand hills. So, right now, I thank you for the increase. I thank you for jobs. I thank you for favor. I thank you, Lord God, for directing their footsteps according to your word, for the increase to come upon their lives, creative finances, but also to bless the work of their hands. So I thank you, Father God. A laborer is worthy of his wages, so as they work, Father, they'll get paid, and they'll get paid well. And I decree over you, you're not only just going to work and get paid, you're going to work and you're going to get paid well in the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Are we done collecting? Okay. Thank you, Jesus. So now, um, Father, let's just, if you guys, if ladies would come closer, please. We'll extend our hands to the tithes and the offerings that were collected. So, Father, Lord, we ask you to receive this now. Lord, this is the offering your people have come, and some have sacrificed to, to bring the tithes and the offerings into the storehouse. Some have done so sacrificially. Lord, I'm asking, Lord, that not only do you bless them, but you increase and you you bless and multiply this offering because there are people out there that need to hear the gospel and they will hear the gospel because finances come in so that me the messages can go out. They will hear the gospel. Lives are being changed and transformed. And I thank you, Father God, because your people are being faithful to follow after you. Bless them, 
and bless this offering in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And we're going to do announcements next. Who's doing announcements for me? Do we know? Oh, it's you. Pastor Melissa. Here you go. Thank you. So fun. Come bless you. What fun. Yay. I love the song. Yay. This is fun. I get to do announcements with the music. Woo, what a great night tonight. Thank you, Lord, for your testimonies. Wow. God did so much tonight. So much. Praise God. Um, I just, I had this picture, like, from the Lord when you were saying, like, you know, just, just like, having that discernment. And like being supercharged, it's like we're hooked up to the power source, and that's God. It's like those jumper cables. I'm not a mechanic, but I know that there's such a thing called jumper cables that you hook up your car to if your car ain't running. So that is God. We are being supercharged by the Lord, and we are ready to tackle on the week with a full of the Holy Spirit fire and we're just getting stirred up. So thank you, God, for your stirring. Praise the Lord. Wow, so fun. We get to do that with him. Do we have any first-time visitors tonight? Welcome, Sean. Wow, praise the Lord. Thank God for all the things.